Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Take talk with you anywhere with the all-new Talk 1370 app. Listen to your favorite shows. Keep up with the latest breaking news and more. Search for Talk 1370 in the App Store or find the links at Talk1370.com. It's anywhere I need. Talk 1370, the right choice. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good afternoon, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. I tell you, today we got a show for you. We're going to have digital roofing innovations. Uh, They're that roofing company out of Decatur, Alabama, that's giving away free AR-15s. Also, we will have Maj Ture from Black Guns Matter on the show. He's going to talk to us about... You know, what's going on between or his thoughts or his take on what's happening between the NRA and Black Lives Matter. So we're going to break that down. Uh, but before we get into um, Maj Teray and welcome him to the show, let me welcome Digital Roofing Innovations, Zach and Chris out of Decatur, Alabama. Welcome to Come and Talk It. Hey, Michael. How you doing today? Hey, guys. Uh, all right. So how you guys doing out there in the, the hills of Alabama? We are uh, we're living the dream, as you can imagine. We've been uh, we've been busy lately. Business has been good. Oh, I bet. I, and and I I tell you, you're getting you know you're getting a lot of good press. You're getting a little flack, you know, but a lot of good press out of your you know your the exciting way that you're trying to boost your business. <clears throat> yeah, it's been uh, it's been a uh, it's been quite a ride. I mean, we've uh, it's been over overwhelmingly uh, positive with uh, you know with some negative in there but we uh we kind of anticipated that's what was going to happen so you know it's it's all good man what kind of negative what can they possibly slay say i mean i watched that video i tell you it it really it spelled to me america you know it was all about the fourth of july it was all about independence and what this country was founded on yeah you know it was it was a fun video that we wanted to gear towards uh just like you said independence america uncle sam uh you know everything that's great about this country um, unfortunately, a lot of the uh, left wingers uh, didn't find it as amusing, and we've re- we've received some death threats and uh, telling us uh, some special places to put the gun. What death threats from liberals that don't own guns or don't like guns? You don't have anything to worry about. You don't worry about them. <laughs> yeah, they don't even own any guns. They don't have any guns. We got the guns. <laughs> you want guns? Right. I'll show you guns. 
it. And for those that don't know what commercial we're talking about, take a listen to this. Woo, America, baby. Don't recycle that because recycling's stupid. My name is Zach Blingasop, owner of Digital Roofing Innovations. But guess what? I'm not here to talk to you about roofing. Rifle. I'm here to talk to you about AR-15 rifles. If you sign up for a new roof with Digital Roofing Innovations, you're going to get you a free AR-15 rifle after we complete the roof. How's that sound? Man, you know, Donald Trump says, make America great again. I say, make America gun again. Mega. Now, some of you might be sitting there thinking, man, that sounds like a gimmick. A gimmick, you say? Well, I'm a Goster Navy veteran, active duty eight and a half years. My roofing company's not a gimmick, and this baby's not either. It's here to protect you and your family. Whiskey! So if you want an awesome roof, give us a call. We're going to give you a gun for it. <laughs> I tell you, that's that's America right there. If you don't like that, uh, I, yeah. I, I, there's something wrong with you. If you don't like that, I mean, that's what we think too. So, I mean, it's all it's like I said, it's all good. All right. So, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, digital innovations and digital roofing innovations and what that company is all about. Well, um, you know, Chris and I are both were two relatively young entrepreneurs, and uh, we had this idea to to really generate leads for other roofing companies, how we originally got our start. And uh, it became increasingly difficult to uh, find other roofers that, that wanted our leads and uh, just because of the industry. And so we decided to really start our own roofing company because we had so much success generating leads. And uh, so we just took off in North Alabama. We call our marketing strategy uh, UGC Disruptive Marketing, and that's designed from a you know, a guerrilla marketing aspect on being able to do a low-budget, um, high-profile uh, type video to really entice uh, emotion. And I think that uh, our first our first launch was was pretty successful. And so we've just been um, it's been really really busy the last you know last month, and things have went really well for our company. All right, for those people that just joined us on Facebook there, uh, we're talking with Digital Roofing Innovations. They're that company out of Decatur, Alabama. I hope I have that right. And there's, yeah. you know, they're giving away free AR-15s if you get a roof from Digital Roofing Innovations. And, and some people are upset about it. They're kind of, you know, irritated that, you know, why are you giving away the so-called assault rifle? Why would you guys do that, uh, Zach and Chris? Right. So, you know, as I know we're speaking to the choir here, but AR-15 is not an assault rifle. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, they people don't understand the legalities behind what it takes to, quote-unquote, give a gun away. Obviously, we can't hand out AR-15s. Uh, it's, it's a voucher that where they go to the local gun shop and go through the proper procedures uh, legally uh, to, to get their firearm. Darn, you mean to tell me that you're just not going to just – Give it to them right across the counter there. You mean tell me you have to get a background check? Yeah, I mean, imagine that we, we're, we're following following the law, following the procedures. What a concept. You know, and if I had to pick something out that I didn't like about the video, I would say I, I wish you would have gotten out of a Ford truck. Uh, I know. So, we, we, you know, we had, a, we had a quick time to hurry up and get this video out. 
And uh, it turned out, honestly, though, that, that the Porsche ended up creating even more controversy, which was gonna, kind of the whole goal anyway. But trust <laughs> me, if we could, if we could, if we could have worked it out, or I could have had a. Uh, we could have had a truck out there. We would have done it. Yeah, that, that nothing says, you know, more America than Ford or Dodge or something like that. You got a big old Ford. I'm, I'm, I'm better with you 125% yeah. then. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, you know, I, I got to introduce you to my uh, my co-host, uh, Janai. Uh, Janai is my, you know, she's our, our cougar, you know, and <laughs> I, I kind of want to... Oh, oh, yeah, and when I show her the video, she perked up like there was no tomorrow, let me tell you. And so I was like, hey, Janai. Hey girl, how, you, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> hey, I just, want, I, I just want to let you know that I'm 32, single. Really? Uh, so, just, so just so you know, uh, and available. So, oh, okay. Uh, now there's, you can add me on Facebook if you want. There's okay. a second thing I need to complain about. You know, I need to make sure that before you do your next video, don't skip leg day now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I, I get my squats in, man. It's just, you know, gen you, can, you can't beat genetics sometimes. And, you know. If no you need help in the squat, squat department, I can help you there. See, see Janai. <laughs> Hey, girl, hey girl you, you come on down here to Alabama, we'll, and we'll work it out. How about that? <laughs> no, you'll have to fly here to Texas. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> hey, I got an apartment in San Antonio. What's going on? <laughs> now, now, Zach, believe me when I say this, everything is big in Texas. Uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> now, you'll have to look at Facebook Live to see what I'm talking about. Yes, I, 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 I leg press 500. Okay, yes, that's what he's talking about. What? <laughs> Dang, girl. That's right. All right. Okay. Yeah, Janai's got some thighs on her to, to die for, let me tell you. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So definitely, you know, check our – I think we tagged you in the video, too. Are we, Yeah, we tagged you Good, in the Facebook fantastic. Live video. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so, uh, so now tell us about the positive. You know, I, I know – have you given away any AR-15s just yet? Well, we've got we've got quite a few uh, people that were interested. We've got uh, we've probably got five to ten right now that we've got lined up that are going to receive the voucher. Um, you know, obviously we, most of our clients are more you know people that we know are going to qualify in the first place, and uh, so it's been a ton of positive feedback. I mean, we've gotten phone calls all over the United States, uh, several international. Um, I, I don't know if you saw an interview with uh, Piers Morgan on Good Morning Britain, but they uh, they came after me pretty hard. Oh, and, uh, you, can't, you can't take the you can't hey, take them serious. Come hey, on, uh, it's all, like I said, it's all good. I mean, well, no, it's it's been it's been a great positive feedback, particularly from our community uh, here in North Alabama. It's been overwhelmingly positive, and uh, yeah, we've got some vouchers lined out. Uh, we, we're using a, a, a disabled uh, veteran, uh, just like myself, uh, here that owns uh, Southern Defense Supply. That's going to be lining out all these ARs for us. So it's uh, it's been it's been a really cool experience. I mean, it's been a fun last two weeks. Yeah, you definitely can't take those guys serious. They get upset. They're like, well, why do you guys, you know, yeah. why does it have to be a gun? Why why such a killing <laughs> oh, no, machine? I know. Well, if, uh, <laughs> I know I the know. majority of people I know of die in automobiles. I, we're going to have like 20 accidents out here. Uh, at least 10 people going to die by the time we get off the show here today. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And, and definitely not 90, by a firearm. 96 people a day in the United States, 96 people per day. And not 96 million? Hey, I have, I have a question. I have a question. I saw that one. <laughs> have the environmentalists yeah. been after you because I, of your comment? I thought it was hilarious because I say that all the time. Um, did you get any uh, about, re about recycling? 
Right, yeah, yeah. So my stepmom, she's a big recycler. She was like, I cannot believe you would say that. And I, I told her, I said, you know, I, that's something I'm pretty, pretty, pretty uh, adamant on is that recycling actually causes, you know, more damage for our environment than, than just, you know, being smart, using things over again and throwing things away. So it's funny you're on board with me on that one. We're going to have to spread the word. Yes, I say that all the time. <laughs> and do for those, and, do you but, actually say recycling is stupid, though? I do. I own a business, and my employees <laughs> are always getting on me about that. And I try to explain to them the way the whole process works. And it's a very yeah. inefficient process. What they're doing is Correct. nonsense. And I've sent emails to people explaining it, and they just don't get it. And um, mm -hmm. I find it funny that you said that. I couldn't stop laughing. That was, to me, the funniest thing. Sounds like you kind of like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, you know, Zach, I think you're going to like her. Uh, I mean, I can't wait to see this Facebook Live to see what's up. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, we'll find out. <laughs> we may start doing push-ups here in a few minutes. <laughs> Show you what's Apparently, up. I Matter of fact, according to you, actually, you're right. So we may start doing squats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if for those guys that were on Facebook uh, that that missed the the commercial that we're talking about, we're talking with Digital Roofing Innovations, and here's the commercial with all the controversy. Woo, America, baby! Don't recycle that because recycling's stupid. That's name Zach Blankensop, owner of Digital Roofing Innovations. But guess what? I'm not here to talk to you about roofing. Rifle. I'm here to talk to you about AR-15 rifles. If you sign up for a new roof with Digital Roofing Innovations, you're going to get you a free AR-15 rifle after we complete the roof. How's that sound? Man, you know, Donald Trump says, make America great again. I say, make America gun again. Mega. Now, some of you might be sitting there thinking, man, that sounds like a gimmick. A gimmick, you say? Well, I'm a gosh darn Navy veteran active duty eight and a half years. My roofing company's not a gimmick, and this baby's not either. It's here to protect you and your family. Whiskey! So if you want an awesome roof, give us a call. We're going to give you a gun for it. <laughs> And we're talking with Digital Roofing Innovations, Zach and Chris, the owners of Digital Roofing Innovations. We're also going to talk with Maj Ture from Black Guns Matter. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is State Representative Jonathan Sicklin, and you are listening to Come and Talk It on Talk 1370. Check in and stay up to date all day long. In the car, on my way to work, heading home. Listening online keeps you in touch while you work at Talk1370.com. Get it right now. Talk 1370. Anywhere I need. The right choice. When news happens, it happens here. Talk 1370. The right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. 
All right, we're talking with Digital Roofing Innovations. We're talking with Zach and Chris out of Decatur, Alabama. And they're telling us about the free AR-15s they're giving away out there if you get a roof done by them. And I tell you, hey, well, how good are your roofs? <laughs> do you good do a good I, job I'm out there, sorry, Zach and Chris? Sorry about that. No, you're fine. Uh, dude, our our roofs are they're the best in the nation. So if, if anybody out there in Texas is needing a new roof, uh, just just call us. We'll hop on a flight and head over there. You you mean to tell me you'll come to Austin, Texas, and do those roofs here, uh, uh, ladies? I'm telling you now. So, ladies, <laughs> listen here, okay? First, they got to get through Janai first because, you know, you got to survive that first in, you know, in leg day. And then we'll see how well you do that roof. Well, I do yeah, own some yeah. properties, you know. <laughs> and she owns quite oh, yeah. a few properties, let me tell you. She's a business owner. So you, you got to come right, well, correct. We like that. And and we just business found lady. out their, their size. Um, oh, wow. Their size 37 double Ds. No, 38. 38. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my mistake. 38 double Ds. So, Why are we talking oh, about my price? So, so you, when you come, you, you need to be in good shape. Oh, we're, on, we're on Facebook Live watching. I, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we totally agree with you, Michael. <laughs> All right. That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, so what else is going out there? And it is Decatur, Alabama, right? Yes, sir. All right. So what else is going on out there? Man, it's, it's it's hot. I mean, that's 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 for sure. Um, you know, it's uh, we we've had like the worst rain in the last 100 years, and uh, so it's been hot. The rain's been kind of crazy. I actually lived in Texas for five years. So why'd you um, leave Texas? I to come out here and, and run this company. We were, uh, you know, originally we were going to scale the business uh, from San Antonio to Dallas. And uh, we just got so busy in North Alabama that we decided to kind of uh, set roots here for a while and uh, kind of grow the business from here. And uh, so we, we definitely have plans on getting back out to Texas. We've been reached out to from, uh, from a few different roofers, um, one including in Houston and a couple in the San Antonio and Dallas market. So we'll, we'll be out there again soon. Now tell me a little bit about what uh, Piers, it was Piers Morgan, correct? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh Piers, um, he, it's like he's got this infatuation with an AR-15 rifles or, or what he would call assault rifles in general. And uh, it's just like he has like he has no problem with the handgun policy we have in the United States. And, you know, you guys know as well as I do, the amount of handgun deaths, particularly in drug and gang use activity, it's far outweighs any, any type of the, uh, amount of death from an from a AR-15 or any other, you know, semi-automatic rifle. And uh, so we, we think it's kind of silly and funny, to be honest with you. Yeah, and it, it's funny because uh, whenever they need help, we'll be there to, to save them, the United States. Whenever any uh, other country, yeah. we're, we're, you know, dial 911 and him, here comes the U.S. Uh, and then they'll love us then, right? Yeah, well, I mean, my thing is this. is yeah, I served overseas with the Brits, and all, all, the, all their military guys were really, uh, they, they were, to be honest with you, they were really jealous of our laws. And quite frankly, I don't give a damn what, they think in the UK, I'm not over there installing roofs. I, I'm here to take care of the people in North Alabama and the U.S. So um, if they don't like it, you know, we, to be honest with you, we really don't care. Exactly, because this is America. This is, you know, firearms are what we were founded on. That's that's how it all began because, you know, you know, we didn't want to be a part of that country. We wanted to start our own, our new, you know, new world. And that's what we did. And that's how we so, did it. So, uh... I've, I've got a quick question for you guys. I'm, I'm watching you on Facebook Live. I see four people in the studio. Is who all who all's packing right now? All right, so I got two. 
a 45 and a 38 special. All right. I love it. I love it. Uh, I left mine in the car. Okay, so he's now <laughs> off the show. <laughs> <laughs> and and Janai, she's here. working on she's working on hers. Uh, I, uh, we're gonna we're get a. No, go ahead. Well, I, no, I said I said we're sitting here with uh, a a couple of Glock 19s right now, just getting ready to clean them. Okay, well they shouldn't take long. Glock 19s are you know pretty easy to break down and everything, so you'd be yeah. good. You'd be good yeah. with that. Uh, that. And that's it. Glock 19. Yeah, that's 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 the home protection uh, weapon of choice that I like. Any knives? <clears throat> uh, only in the kitchen. Only okay. Because <laughs> in Texas, we we're getting rid of our you know our illegal knives in Texas starting September the first. So after September the first, we'll be able to walk down the street carrying a sword. What? That's right. And and and. I mean, Games of, Game of Thrones is on today. I gotta love it. Gotta love it. You know, I, I was actually surprised when they passed the, uh, you know, the LTC law in Texas. I thought, you know, you were gonna have. I, I spent some time out in Midland every now and then, and I figured that we were gonna. I was gonna be walking around Midland and have, you know, guys carrying, you know, you know, forty fives on their hip all the time, and you know, just we thought. I thought it was gonna be a little out of control, and I, I was actually surprised on how many people didn't uh, didn't open carry. To be honest with you. Yeah, well, you know, you're right. You don't see it that often, that much. And I think people need to do it a little more in Austin because I think that'll solve some of the problems that we have with some of these little liberals that are around here in Austin. So (laughs) so if we did a little more of open carry, you know, it would solve a lot of the issues. And and these people would go back to California, Washington State, or New York, or New Jersey, or wherever they came from. Man, I'm telling you, like, I like Austin to go party at and stuff, but I don't think I could – live there full-time. I mean, the, the areas around Austin are great, all the lakes and rivers and stuff like that to do, but um, it's just not my spot. You know, I lived in West Texas for a little bit. I lived in uh, San Antonio for a little while, and I lived in Dallas for a little bit. And uh, like I said, I mean, Austin's fun. I mean, it's a great – it's a beautiful, beautiful city. But, uh, man, the, you know, the, the lefties are – it's pretty bad in Austin. I, you know, I respect you guys for, for holding down the fort down there. Yeah, because I bet you all those little complaints you had probably came from the, uh, from Austin. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a couple. We got a couple. Oh, I Austin. bet. I, I bet you they came. You know, came from if they came from Texas, they definitely came from Austin. No, why do you have to do an AR? Why give an AR away for free? No, not that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we actually have a really good view of uh, downtown Austin from where we're sitting in the studio here. Uh, we can actually yeah. see University of Texas. We can see the tower. Uh, we can see the little tip yeah. of the cap of, of the capital, just the tip, only the tip of the capital, and then um, we can see, you know, all the other buildings of that. We got a very nice, you know, view of downtown, and we we can see the uh, the Austin bird. And Austin has a bird, you know that, right? We just got one this year. You know really? what it is? Yeah, it's called the crane. So we see the crane all the time, you know, over the skyline. <laughs> so yeah. We have quite yeah. a few cranes here because they're building new buildings, you know, every single day. It's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've driven. I've made that tri- drive between uh, San Antonio and Dallas quite a few times. So yeah, I can I can see. Actually, it, I joke about it, but you can see at least about four, five cranes right now from where we are, and it's. Yeah, I mean it's still blowing up. I mean they were saying there's when I was in San Antonio, they were saying they were saying you know that San Antonio is going to be the next Austin in terms of explosion of population, and it's just really it's the the last kind of a affordable big city to live at in, in Texas now. I mean 
you know, the Metroplex is, you know, expensive to live in. Austin's, you know, off the charts expensive. Same thing with Houston. So, you know, the, the migration to San Antonio, you, you see that corridor down 35, you know, it's going to be almost like one big city over time. All right. That man, I tell you, it's it's really been great talking to you guys, Zach and Chris, all the way from Decatur, Alabama. I really enjoyed that. Hopefully, uh, Zach, when you get you know you get a chance to come back to Austin or San Antonio to visit family yeah, or yeah. something like that, definitely let us know you're here so we can get you hopefully in the studio on that Sunday, uh, so we can chat with you yeah. and see how things are going with Digital Roofing Innovations because you guys are doing great things out there in Alabama. We're looking at you. Well, appreciate uh, it. And don't forget, well, hey, well, I'm gonna be. Uh... I'll be coming to uh, pack my apartment up at the end of August, so I will be in uh, I will be in Texas within a month. All right, cool. Yeah, because then we'll hook you up with a date with Janai, and she'll you know get you all, <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, get you I, all I, trained I up. Let her know that I was make I was gonna make sure she was listening when I said that. Oh, yes, yeah. I, I heard that. So she'll, so, all right, all right. so she'll all right, make you remember it. So she'll get you all trained up, ready to go. Just you know, just think and one. Down. I will save leg day for you. And two, and three, <laughs> and four. Good. <laughs> hey, hey, that's my girl out there. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you, guys. I, you guys, guys. Thank you. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. See you. See you guys. Appreciate it. All right. That's Digital Roofing Innovations out of Decatur, Alabama. Those guys are doing great things. They're giving away free AR-15s with the roof. That's what I'm talking about. That's what America's all about. Now, let me bring into the conversation Maj Ture with Black Guns Matter. Uh, There's a thing going back and forth between uh, the NRA and Black Lives Matter. Now, don't get that confused with Black Guns Matter. Totally different organizations, okay, with a totally different concept. All right, so you have Black Lives Matter. Uh, they're going back and forth with the NRA on some videos online. And the NRA actually responded this week to Black Lives Matter. Listen to this. According to this Black Lives Matter video, apparently the only people capable of racism against black people are white conservatives. Yet the egregiously poor state of our black communities have come under the leadership of the same liberal politicians, liberal organizations, and liberal billionaires for the last 50 years, and our inner city communities are still in disrepair. All the while, the areas where these liberal politicians and billionaire funders live flourish. But they're not the ones declaring war against black people. Oh, no, 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 no. It's the NRA, because they made a video where they said they and show footage of violent white liberal protesters destroying property in black communities. Really? Look, I can agree that the legacy of white supremacist racism has and continues to affect many black people and communities in this country, and it's wrong. However, when you start calling everything that attacks the white liberal agenda white supremacy, the term means nothing. Yes, our inner city schools are a disaster. They're embarrassingly underfunded and have been for decades. These places function more like training facilities for prisons than they do schools. But our inner city schools aren't underfunded because of the NRA. Schools are largely funded by the property taxes in the local area. So it's no surprise that the most affluent areas have the best schools. Take Chicago and their dirt poor education system under the leadership of Rahm Emanuel. These people are renting or in public housing. They can't afford to buy a house in the beautiful suburbs of Chicago with a good school system. They can't live in the north side of Chicago either where despite the same tax base, the schools are magically better funded. These families can't afford it because they're living on a single income of a household headed by a single black mother. The question then becomes, what happened to the fathers? Now, no one thing can explain all of this, but what did happen was a 1994 crime bill. 
written by Joe Biden and signed into law by Democratic President Bill Clinton. And it locked up millions of black fathers for the same petty drug offenses that are now creating millionaires out of liberal white kids with weed dispensaries in California. And this is nothing new, because for decades, our communities have been run by deceitful liberals and Democrats who promise us the stars and the moon during election cycles and then disappear once they're in office. All right. So and that was um, Colin Newor with the NRA uh, telling us, you know, and actually kind of responding to Black Lives Matter on a video that they did you know, a little earlier. So there's this back and forth that's going on. So let me bring into the conversation uh, Maj Ture with Black Guns Matter. Maj, welcome to Come and Talk It, sir. Yo, what's going on? How are you? All right. So you in, you in Philly today? Yeah, I'm in Philly today. Right. Awesome, man. So uh, I'm at, at our, our shop. We have a little shop that we opened, and, and it's going, it's, you know, it's, it's a little packed in here, but we're just getting some work done. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So you guys uh, started a nice. When did you open that? Man, I mean, it's been a slow open for the last week or two, but it's it's progressing. Uh, you know, we got like a little bit of you know firearm accessories, holsters, apparel, stuff like that. Print it's a print shop as well, so you know it's been going good. I'll do the the hard opening in a little bit after we get some law and order in this joint. <laughs> right, I hear you. It's it's hard, you know, starting something new from fresh. You got to paint, you know, all that kind of kind of stuff. Get some little, you know, shelving and things of that nature. So it, it's a yeah. lot of work. So tell me, you know, what's your take on this back and forth with the NRA and Black Lives Matter? Um, my position is, you know, I think that the social conditions that were created uh, that made uh, Black Lives Matter necessary are real. I think that police brutality, I think that, you know, as, as New War was saying in that video, uh, dealing with, you know, the crime bill where they, they pretty much made everything, you know, uh, bam, you got a felony, you're going to jail, prison and, you know, the school to prison pipeline. I think all of those things are real. Anybody that pretends like that's not what happened, you know, they're, they're, they're either misinformed and they li or they're lying. So I think that those are the type of social conditions that would, cre you know, uh, that exist that were necessary for an organization like a Black Lives Matter's inception to be created. I think that we also have to pay attention to what's actually being happening now. Now, if this $100 million or whatever term that is that, you know, was given, we've made great strides at Black Guns Matter with less than a quarter of a million dollars. So for someone to have 10, 20, 50, 100 million dollars, I got to see what you're doing with the money. Now, if right after that money drop and if the things that you were, you know, fighting against are now changing and you're, 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 primary argument is something else and it's, and it's looking like you know you just creating confusion i have to be objective and to me that's what it's starting to look like it looked like the money dropped and the situation changed that's just what it is uh i talked so what you're so what this. you're saying there let me make sure we're clear um because black lives matter got a, a a large sum of money from somewhere george soros or someone and you're saying once they receive that money then their message changed somewhere I mean, it, it, to, to a certain extent, even if your message didn't change, you, you, you have to build things that are in alignment with fixing the things that are the social conditions that are incorrect. So, for example, with us at Black Guns Matter, if we see that a large portion of when law enforcement officers are, you know, uh, shooting citizens based on furtive movements, and we train in our environment with the resources that we have, we train all of the people that come to our classes about what a furtive movement is, 
and how to not do one and what's the procedure on when you interact with law enforcement. That's the actual solution that we use our resources towards to fix the thing. So if these issues with, you know, Black Lives Matter deal with more social injustices or job creation, and if you get $100 million, I need to see a training facility. I know when I get to $10 million, you damn sure are going to see buildings being built that are going to be manufacturing firearm accessories at the bare minimum, you know? There's no doubt about that. If one of your wealthy investors wants to sit down and have that conversation that's listening right now, we're going to make it profitable. We're going to make the business, and we're going to turn $10 million into $20 million and keep moving. Because you got to become you got to become sustainable. you got to be able to sustain yourself rather than just spinning, spinning, spinning. All right. right. All right. Hold that so thought. All right. So we're talking with Maj Teray, uh with Black Guns Matter. And we're talking about the, the feud that's going back and forth between the NRA and Black Lives Matter. And Colin Noor had a good response to Black Lives Matter. This is Michael Cargill. And you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Colin Noir. And you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. We know Austin traffic can be a challenge. Come on, I can drive a tank through that gap. Put your foot on the gas and move it. Beat the commute with time saver traffic. Mornings and afternoons on Talk 1370. The right choice. Sound off on the news of the day with the talk poll. Online at talk1370.com. Talk 1370. The right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, we're on the phone with Maj Teray with Black Guns Matter. And we're talking about this uh, feud going back and forth between the NRA and uh, Black Lives Matter, which actually, uh, it's not a back and forth, really. Black Lives Matter is saying that the NRA should take down one of their videos. But that's kind of weird because Black Lives Matter is saying that, hey, they should have the freedom of speech to say certain things. Well, if they should have that freedom of speech, then so should the NRA have their freedom of speech of, of saying whatever they want to say on their video. So uh, it's kind of funny how, you know, you're saying on, on one side, I don't want you to say something, but hey, I want to say what I want to say. That makes no sense whatsoever uh, to me. But let me bring back into the conversation Maj Ture with uh, Black Guns Matter. Maj. Yeah. Um, I think that it's basically it is a First Amendment issue. And I think sometimes with the First Amendment, a lot of people pretend like, you know, they don't want it both ways. I mean, we we and I've been victim a uh, victim of it. I've done it. I, I've said it something that, you know, I, I would like it to be one way. And then, oh, I have the right to, you know, we've all made that mistake. It's a mistake. But but that's why the, the balance for us is at Black Guns Matter. We basically understand, the, the, you know, that we walk a middle path. You know, there's going to be certain situations with each organization you're not going to agree with. There's things about BLM and the NRA I disagree with. There's things, there's things about both of those organizations or movements that I agree with. You know, and I think for us at Black Guns, Guns Matter, we try to, we don't try. We walk a more balanced path. I'm not going to pretend like I'm for all law enforcement. I despise crooked police. I despise them. I think bad law enforcement should be the first guys and gals locked under the jail. But at the same time, I'm also, you know, we are not about, you know, just because you're law enforcement, you got to be the bad guy. No, 
I'm not that's 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 painting with a broad you know brush, and we just don't do that. I think right now what's happening is it's a lot of division and you know extremist type of mentality happening, a lot of extremism, and people aren't you know reaching across and being objective enough to understand other people's perspectives, you know, and that's very dangerous. There's a way to have disagreement about uh, key points and still respect the other person's right to exist, the right to express themselves and the right to defend themselves. And those are the platforms that we stand on at Black Guns Matter. Well, what do you say about, you know, my problem is a lot of these issues, the problems that we're having are in these cities that are run by liberal Democrats. And my problem is the black community or the minority community continues to give their vote to the liberals that are putting them in the same situations that they're in, like Chicago, St. Louis. I agree. I think that that's, that comes the issue of, you know, education. That's why a core component of what we do at our events is the laws, the information, and making sure that the people that come to our classes are getting a good representation of what the laws are in those neighborhoods. So, okay, if you're in Chicago and you know, okay, I got to fill out a FOID card, and you, got, you tell them, hey, you got to fill out a FOID card, you got to do this, you got to do that, and they go, well, wait a minute, I thought the Second Amendment said I, it shall not be, you know, infringed. Well, yeah, it's being infringed because the people that you hired or elected we're going along with things that were anti-gun. And when you give that demographic that information, they start to clear that up real quick. They go, oh, wait, wait, wait. So you mean to tell me the people that I've been voting for have been telling me to follow principles and policies that are in opposition to my own personal interests? Well, that's absolutely what we're telling you based on these facts, not just based on a race, not even just based on a political affiliation, based on now you start getting that, that, that demographic, our demographic, to understand that you need to put people in office, especially on a local level, based on their policies and what they get behind. So if what you're getting behind is something that is more in alignment with enslavement, especially in relation to the Second Amendment and trying to restrict those rules, then you have an understanding that, okay, I'm not rocking with this person just because they're black, just because they're white just because they're Republican, just because they're Democrat. You might want to look at an independent ticket. You might want to evaluate that person that you, both of those people, and, and go down the checklist. That's getting people and citizens involved in a more formal and more full political process. Because that, there's a word for that, you know, when you continue to vote for the same person over and over and over again, or you do the same thing over and over again, and you're expecting different results. Insanity. I'm, exactly. You know, and so right now we've been under the grip of an ignorance, which has been driving us insane. Our job at Black Guns Matters to make sure that that demographic that's been underserved and just like Noir said in the video, you know, oh, we got y'all vote just off top. No, you don't. You have to actually at this point, my constituency, the million people that rock what we're saying at Black Guns Matter across the country, we're going to inform them and they in your town are going to be informed and there's no more pulling the wool over people's eyes because you've been driving us insane. And it looks like, oh, well, maybe we're just genetically predisposed. If you live in this neighborhood, you're just genetically predisposed to be silly and, and, and criminal. No, there is a system at work that we've been uh, assisting based on our ignorance. My job is to make sure that that ignorance veil is lifted. We inform the people and with that proper information and right knowledge, they're going to then make decisions that are not insane at all. We're going to make logical, military, and strategic decisions based on the information, not based out of fear or tradition. What a concept. What a concept. What a concept. Hey, this is uh, 
Gabo here in the studio. I had a question for you. Um, are you familiar with the book called This Nonviolent Stuff Will Get You Killed? Killed, yep. <laughs> All right. Um, so kind of, I guess, for people that aren't familiar on that, it, it basically touches on how guns made the civil rights movement possible. Um, and I guess keeping that in mind, do you think gun laws are rooted in racism at, at any point? They are. They were from the inception. They were created. I mean, it's two things. Because it's like, you know, going into, you got to do the, you got to get to the natural genesis of a thing. And then you got to watch how it evolves. Gun control came from emancipation. We were kind of beating these people up for a long period of time. Now they have all that they fought for their own liberation. They're rightful citizens. Even though there's still bias and bigotry happening, we want to create laws to stop them from having firearms to overthrow or defend what they believe in. That's what the basis of all gun control is. Unfortunately for my other, my white American friends, my Spanish American friends, my Asian American friends, it spread. Tyranny, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So now everybody's freedoms, not just the original, you know, uh, intended target, no pun intended. Everybody's freedoms. Which were, which were, which were free slaves. Right. And it was initially, it's like crack. It was initially dropped off in the hood. Okay, but then it spread. And now, you know, there's other Americans that are affected by that. The, the freedoms that we have are being slowly or att- there's an attempt to slowly erode those freedoms because they can just say, oh, initially it was just for this group of people. Now you fast forward 100 years. Now you got places in California that isn't predominantly just black. And they, they behind enemy lines in regards to the Second Amendment. Massachusetts, you know, Cal- New, uh, New Jersey, even Texas. Even Texas, which has a rich culture of respect for firearms, but the laws is getting real, real loopy, you know, and very restrictive to human rights. And that's going to affect all racial backgrounds, all Americans. And that's the thing that we're expressing. Don't think just because it got dropped off in the hood that it can't spread. Ignorance, tyranny, and, and restriction on American rights are viruses. And what do viruses do? They eat up everything right there, and then they spread so they can continue to you exist. It's our job to cut the cancer out. That's what we are going to and have been doing at Black Guns Matter. But, yes, for sure, all gun control is rooted to creation from inception, created, supported, and rooted in racism, point blank period. That's not my feeling. I don't deal in feelings. That'll get you killed in war. And right now, we're in a war for our freedoms but from in our own country. Now, what's your take on constitutional carry? I think that constitutional carry is excellent. I think that a person, until they do the wrong thing with the tool, has the right to defend themselves as a human right. I think that if you haven't done anything wrong, why are we restricting your freedom? If I, if I, I say this in a lot of my classes, I can scoop somebody, I'm, I go to the gym, I'm in great shape. I can take a spoon and scoop somebody's eyeball out. I can do that. I am physically strong enough to do that. I'm really strong. Are we banning spoons because Maj might scoop somebody's eyeball out? <laughs> no. We're just going, Maj scoops somebody's eyeball out. Maj needs to go to jail. And he needs to at least go to court first. Hey, what was the reason that you scooped this person's eyeball out? Well, they were trying to kill me. All I had was a spoon. I defended myself with a spoon. Or I just was feeling bad that day, and I scooped this guy's eyeball out. Okay, well, you go to jail. You are in jail for that time. And then you pay your debt to society for scooping this person's eyeball out. Why we're getting to a point where we're telling people in the name of their security that we have to create more and more and more laws on the books 
for things that haven't even happened yet. There was a movie about that. It's called The Minority Report. There was a book about that. It's called 1984, you know? And we're, we're, we're restricting, you know, our human rights based on somebody putting a, you know, pulling the puppet strings on us, using us to agree to give our own freedoms away in the name of security. Prisons are the most secure place on earth. There's no freedom in, in, in prison. And I'm sorry, I, I, I don't want to live in a prison. And I'm not going to. That's not what the founding fathers created this situation for. That's not what, you know, we fought countless wars about. And I'm not going to submit to that. Nobody from the hood that has this information, and when I say hood, I mean working class people across America. It, ain't, it don't got to be a concrete jungle. It could be a, a farm where organizations are coming and telling you you can't grow certain crops because of the fact that they have a a, 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 a patent on the particular seed, and now you got to buy them from them. Now your, your profit margins to take care of your family and feed the rest of America is now being threatened. That's a hood. So when people that are in those hoods across America see that they've been, you know, being duped by their elected officials and people that want to share the lion's share, the resources for them, and not have equality for the rest of us, we're going to continue to wake those people up. That's the job. It's not we. those type of Americans... Once we have the information, we're not going to settle down and just and just obey. That ain't what that ain't the you know the cloth we cut from. Not on my watch. And it's funny you say that because when you look at different mentalities across the country, um, I look at like you know I take Austin, I look at East Austin, and there's a certain mentality there of you know of of, of people that are just suppressed and or oppressed, and they just don't have that will that drive. To, to do better, you know, what, what's the, what do you think the cause of that is? When you, can, when you can convince a person to be depressed, depressed people are easy to manipulate because they don't feel confident. Confident people know that they can push. So if you, over time, convince people that the things that they want are unattainable and all they can do is just be this one way, especially if they don't have the means to defend their beliefs, you can definitely control them. That's what's happening. That's why hundreds and hundreds of people are coming to our classes in every city because they see hope and, and positive and confidence in what we're talking about. We're not saying, oh, the Second Amendment, when they created it, it wasn't for you. I don't care what the reason was for. It's mine now, period. I'm an American citizen, period. That's mine. That's confidence building. That's confidence building. So when you get people to say, oh, so this is all I have to do, and this is it, and you get them under the veil of that ignorance and that depression, then that will is there. That will is there. It's just being constantly dampened, and it's a, it's a, it's a constant air uh, uh, dampening because you want to make sure that these people are just doing enough just to be batteries for a system, and that's not cool. It's not cool. There's power in empowering people, you know, But because then you have equality. But then... If you're the person that just that doesn't want equality, because instead of you having six billion dollars, you'll have sixteen billion dollars. Because I want sixteen, because somehow six isn't enough billions. And when right? we come when we come back from the break here, I'm going to ask you, Maj, what books do you read? What books do you recommend people read? We're talking with Maj Ture with Black Guns Matter. We're talking about the video uh, going back and forth between the NRA and Black Lives Matter. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Glaze, and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. 
If every talk radio program were the same, what would be the point? The Michael Berry Show is a little bit different. We're going to talk about politics, but we'll also talk about how great it is to live in Texas. Weekdays, 5 to 7 on Talk 1370. It's the Michael Berry Show. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, we're trying to educate you a little bit. You're going to learn today, let me tell you. Uh, We're talking about this back-and-forth feud between the NRA and Black Lives Matter. And we're talking with Maj Ture with Black Guns Matter. And Maj is educating us on the history of gun control and where it all came from and where we are today and what we need to do to combat this and to stop it right dead in his tracks. Listen to the video from the NRA, the response to Black Lives Matter, uh, Colon Nior. Take Chicago and their dirt poor education system under the leadership of Rahm Emanuel. These people are renting or in public housing. They can't afford to buy a house in the beautiful suburbs of Chicago with a good school system. They can't live in the north side of Chicago either where despite the same tax base, the schools are magically better funded. These families can't afford it because they're living on a single income of a household headed by a single black mother. The question then becomes, what happened to the fathers? Now, no one thing can explain all of this, but what did happen was a 1994 crime bill written by Joe Biden and signed into law by Democratic President Bill Clinton. And it locked up millions of black fathers for the same petty drug offenses that are now creating millionaires out of liberal white kids with weed dispensaries in California. And this is nothing new, because for decades, our communities have been run by deceitful liberals and Democrats who promise us the stars and the moon during election cycles and then disappear once they're in office. I tell you, if if you're in East Austin and you're continuing to give your vote to the same people and you are complaining about police accountability, you're complaining about your property taxes, you're complaining about uh, how they're forcing you out of your community and you're moving up north, but you're putting the same people in office, you got to stop. You need to look at what you're doing because you're putting the same people in office and they're not doing anything to help you. They're not doing it. So you got to change your vote. It takes you to do that. And we're talking with Maj Ture with Black Guns Matter. And Maj, tell me, you know, we got to give people, uh, give them some knowledge, you know, what books they need to read so they can educate themselves. They need to read... Uh, let's see, on the gun tip, they need to read uh, The Negroes and the Gun. They need to, and that, that gives a great understanding of, you know, firearms and, and its racist origin and how it's manifested over time. They need to read, um, what's another good one? Oh, The New Jim Crow. They should definitely read that because that ties into how there's a holistic approach to how racism evolves and it's not as overt. It's a lot more covert into how, how they've used that to link people into their 13th, you know, lock them back into slavery by the 13th Amendment. Um, they should read. Uh, what's another excellent book that people should read? Oh, they should read Mein Kampf by Hitler. So you can see exactly how people use oppressive tactics to convince people to give their own freedoms away. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's a great start there. I mean, I don't want to overload people, but those three books right there will change your perspective. You get perspective from a firearms perspective. You get a perspective from how the pre- present day, how the prison industrial complex works. And you get a perspective from someone that 
use information to convince people to operate in their own disinterests to create a regime that was very oppressive and millions of people died you know and and hitler didn't he didn't take over by war it was elected democratically you know so i think those are that's a good trifecta of books for people that are trying to understand you know um why the second amendment is important why there's a need to use uh, people to get convicted of a bunch of, you know, firearm possession charges and how that feeds the negative portion of the prison industrial complex, as well as uh, a book that shows them how to be able to see when there's, you know, policies and people that are pushing policies that are anti-freedom and what the potential outcome could be. Now, and what advice do you have for people that um, that are just still determined to vote for that party that they're thinking is going to help them and save them, but only comes around during election time and gives them false hope. I think that those people are free to make whatever silly decisions that they want to make. If they, if they, if they know, and they, I can show them, I can walk their hand through it. That whole, that book, the, the, the new Jim Crow, a lot of that section of that book deals with, you know the you know the uh, Clinton crime bills and all of those other different things that were that were designed to you know enslave black men pretty much. And if I can show you that fact, not my feeling. And if there's another uh, politician that resembles that, and you choose, which is your right, you choose to you know pick this re up on the same thing. I can then choose to go. Okay, you're a waste of my time. You know, so for those people, I would say, hey, you do have the right to be as silly as you want to be. And I have the right to stop talking to you after you prove that you want to consistently be silly. I don't have no time to be wasting because there's fresh minds that we can give the information to that will evaluate the information and make a decision in the direction of freedom as opposed to voting for their own enslavement because they didn't like somebody else or they didn't do take the time to do the research on the policies of the people that seemed a bit cooler. You know, so that's what I would say to those people that want to consistently vote in the direction of their own demise. All right, and but Maj, the NRA is not, the NRA is not, they're not for the black community. Why? Why would blacks? Um, why should they join organizations like the NRA or or any other organization, gun organization out there? I think that when you look at it, it I, w- I would be more inclined to believe that statement if one, I wasn't around a lot of NRA members. Two. If when I signed up for the NRA, they asked me what my race was. Three, <laughs> after the, the after my race was, hey, I'm an African-American, I'm a black man. And they were like, oh, sorry, not for you. Then I would be more inclined <laughs> to agree with that. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the process. I think what happens is people, again, they don't see what they, they don't see what they, you know, what, what an attack is really coming from and what the reason behind it is. The other thing to that is you don't have to join the NRA. Don't. Just check their website out. You can join Black Guns Matter. You can join the Second Amendment Foundation. You should be involved in what, you know, the National Shooting Sports Foundation. You should, there's a plethora of other organizations that can more identify with your politics. If you feel more comfortable because you like how I sound and I sound like I'm from the neighborhood that you're from, and I can speak to cultural issues that, and social issues that you feel like are not being addressed by other organizations, cool. Donate or buy a T-shirt to Black Guns Matter and you're a member. That's it. Period. I'll 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 hit you. You can hit me on my DM at any given time on Instagram, social media, whatever, Twitter, at Maj Toure, Facebook, M A J T O U R E, and you can have a conversation with me. And if it's a really thorough question, I'll probably say, "Yo, send me your number. I'm gonna call you right now." You know what I'm saying? If you if you think that the work that we're doing across the country is more impactful and it speaks more to your urban white, black, Asian, Spanish, don't care, male, female, don't care. If you think 
well, Maj and what he's talking about is a little bit cooler for me. All right, then support. And then after you do that, now let's do some work. Now let's involve yourself with your local politicians. Let's start letting people in your community know. Let's, uh, you know, hey, this guy's anti-gun. They're not in alignment with the hood defending itself where we need self-defense the most. You know, this guy wants to attack our personal freedoms. Then do the work. So don't just focus on whether it's the NRA or not. They don't need you to join them. Your community needs you to be active for your community, though. And you being aware and informed whether you choose to join our organization or not join Black Guns Matter. If you choose to do that, all I would prefer you do is be more informed and make decisions on on the, on the, on the dollar side of it, where you vote with your money, and where you vote with your in the ballot box in the in the direction that preserve in the directions that's preserving your freedoms. But as far as like what other organizations can you join, we're available. Black Guns Matter, we're real easy to find. It ain't no complicated process. If you identify with what we're talking about, what we're going across the country and having these events. And if you feel like donating 100 bucks, 50 bucks, 5,000 bucks, great. You're already a member. You're already in it. And that's just what it is. Now, what about the Republican Party? Why should, you know, so-called minorities uh, actually vote conservative? Why? Because they're racist. Big reason. One, it says it in the Pledge of Allegiance. And to the republic for which it stands. A republic is a group of people, individuals, and states and collectives making their own decisions on things. They go through the democratic process when it relates to uh, group things. But I still have the individual right in a democracy, and that's to the republic for which it stands. Sometimes people get confused that democracy is this shining thing or because we it's a practice that that means that you could, that's the reason why you went democratic. And a lot of people don't recognize that, you know, you're just picking that democratic candidate because – you, you, it's, it's like a gang, red or blue, blood or crip. Well, my dad was a crip. My dad was a Democrat, you know, so I'm going to re-up on that without really evaluating was that gang was that, was that gang the most productive thing for your family, for your set, you know? And so that's, that's in, in this, you know, a, a, a nutshell, that's kind of like how it's going. And it's like bigger than that, you should be evaluating this either. How about there's not, it, maybe I want to be a Latin king. Maybe I don't have to just be blood or crit. Maybe I don't have to be Republican or Democrat. Maybe I could look at independent or libertarian and then make a decision. Nah, I might go back to Republican because of these reasons. You know what I mean? But if, you, if you've only been told, you know, that you only have a certain amount of options, you're still missing a whole bunch of the options. You've got to inform yourself. So, but if you're just doing the absolute bare minimum, I'm just saying, oh, well, I'm black, so I'm supposed to report to Democrat line. Mm-hmm. Well, you, maybe you didn't know that the Democratic Party years ago created the KKK. Maybe you didn't know that. Maybe you didn't know that, you know, every year when you celebrate Dr. King's born day, maybe you did not know that, you know, uh, Dr. King was a Republican. Maybe you didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So if you didn't know that, you know, maybe you should get more informed before you just make these knee-jerk reactions out of tradition and fear. You know, that's what I would say to those people. And then after you get all of the information, or a lot more information— and then you decide to make that decision. You're making it from a well-informed, super well-rounded perspective, not just, oh, because this is what I'm supposed to do. Who told you that? Who made you think that? Who said it was okay? Who co-signed it? And even bigger, why were they all steering you in that direction? You know. Now, what do you say to the people that said, well, you know, Maj, um, the Democrat Party, Republican Party did a swap, you know, like – 
in the 50s, the 60s, they, you know, they jumped side and, and, mm -hmm. and things switched in. So that's why you have that change. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, cool. The change happened. Great. Now, what are your policies presently? The same thing was said, you know, when the, when the Constitution was, you know, created, I was, I was, you know, my ancestors were, you know, enslaved. That happened. That's not me making that up. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, the history in America for a black man has been very tumultuous. With that being the case, I'm not going to not exercise my Second Amendment rights because it's something that happened back in the day. I'm go That's actually more of a reason for me to find out which side of this is more strengthening for me presently and not be trapped by the history. Know the history, understand it, so the negative ports, you know, portions you don't repeat. But at the same time, I'm still going to exercise the best that I can right now for what I want. But, but, but Maj, guns are bad. If we were to eliminate guns altogether from the United States, uh, that would probably solve our problems. No, that wouldn't solve our problems. Then, it, then it'd be open season on America from every other country in the world that definitely isn't giving away their guns. That's what would happen. What would happen would be, you know, all of those countries that unfortunately, and we got to be honest, America picked on for our own interests. That's just what it is. At certain points, we were bullies. We, as American citizens, because we allowed our government to do it. And those people that, even though they tell their countrymen and women, you can't have firearms, but we as the government are going to, it would be open season on us. And I'm sorry. War is a – before it was firearms, it was, it was swords. Speaking of which, you guys down in Texas are about to have a bill passed, I think, that makes swords and knives open carry available. Has, I, has passed, enough. has passed, has will go into effect September the 1st. It's Game of Thrones will start on September the right. 1st. Right. I don't even know what's going on down there on that side, but – it's freedom. You know, it's freedom, Maj. It's freedom. It's freedom. It's freedom. You have the right to carry your sword if you choose to. Um, with that being the case, those things have happened before firearms. War has happened throughout the existence of human history. Just the person who had the bigger or best stick to defend themselves usually won. This place of America was created because we came from we, I lose that term loosely, because I wasn't born, we came from a tyrannical government. And the founding fathers wrote something down that I'm going to take advantage of now, especially in relation to that firearm, you know? So with that being the case, we need more people on that side of the thought process, not a victim mentality of, oh, when they wrote that 100 years ago, I couldn't even, you know, uh, 70 years ago, I was supposed to sit at the back of the bus. I'm not at the back of the bus. A thousand years ago, you know, 10,000 years ago, my ancestors was building pyramids. You know, the people of the Songhai, you know, Kemet, Timbuktu. These things happened in antiquity, in history. So in context, America being a very young nation, you know, the progress that we've, you know, fought for, not we've made, because there's still a tons of striving to do, but I'm not going to just because certain things happened in the past not exercise and take advantage of everything Every single thing that my, you know, my elders fought for or were subject to, to do that as a defeatist mindset, and I don't submit. I don't submit. All right, we're listening to Maj Teray with Black Guns Matter. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Chat Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It.
Texas weather can change on a dime. Flash flooding is expected to begin shortly. When the weather turns severe, turn to us for what you need to know. On air and online at Talk1370.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Thanks for making the right choice. I don't know where I would get the truth if it weren't for you. Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. I tell you, you know, I'm sitting here listening to Monster Way with Black Guns Matter, and he's just, I, I just agree with you. I have nothing to disagree with whatsoever. And it's just, it's hard because I'm trying to think of things to, you know, to just, to just nitpick and just, I'm, I'm trying anything I can find just to disagree with you on. I, I just can't find it. Nothing. Zero. I mean, Zero. I mean this is like, kind of like the work that I do. So it's like, you got it. We take a very fresh approach in understanding. We again, it's more of the middle path. We're gonna respect each side. There's people that are getting on me because I I'm a member of the NRA, but I also have a different organization called Black Guns Matter, and I'm I'm not waiting for the NRA to speak out on cultural issues. But at the same time, I'm not saying that they're handling everything right. We walk a middle path. We are objective, and since we are objective. You know, we're going to get praise and criticism from both sides. And because of that, we have to make sure that, you know, we're as well-rounded and informed as possible, you know. And because you don't want to get, you know, uh, sidelined with some, you know, some misinformation or something that you didn't study on. You know, so that's what makes it very, you know, and we don't judge. We don't judge. You know, we don't go, oh, because you're Republican, because you're Democrat, because you're liberal, because you're da 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 We don't do that. We just go, okay, well, let's deal with the most productive means of, unifying people you know whether that's through firearms knowledge whether that's through cool t-shirts whether that's through coffee whether that's through a conversation you know we're all citizens we're all humans and we're not gonna i'm not gonna just knock somebody until they do something that's not based in justice they are they are allowed to have their perspective i can give you the information and the facts and if yours is opinion based i still have to respect your opinion but i can say hey well that's just your opinion that's not an actual fact and because of that, I think that people gravitate to, to the work that, you know, we're doing because we take that approach. What, know, what kills me is, you know, after this you know, last election here, like last year, November, uh, people just really lost their stuff, you know, after the election. It didn't go their way, and they just really just went berserk. They started unfriending people, you know, like on Facebook and just excommunicating their family members, refuse to allow certain family members to come to Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner and things of that nature, all because they disagree with them on, on, on who they voted for or who they were pushing for in the election. I think that is ridiculous, and you're definitely losing out. Right. They're losing out, but that's cool. It's always, the price is always high in the beginning. Until equilibrium sets in. When, you know, I was, I was just saying this to somebody earlier. When flat screen televisions first came out, they were like $12,000. Like for a TV. You know what I'm saying? I got like a bunch of them in my place now. And they like $300 now. The big ones. Or a decent sized ones. The point is, you know, even, even the really nice ones are like $2,000. The point of me saying that is this. When there's a new paradigm shift. When someone wins an election or someone does a thing or, you know, it's, it's, it, there, there's a certain level of extreme reaction, you know, and it's also aided and assisted by the media, you know. But in reality, it'll settle in. Equilibrium, you know, it's, it's the takeoff. 
and then your plane hits a cruising altitude and you ride for a while, then you land safely. It's the same thing. Right now, our job is to make sure that we're getting everybody on an understanding. It's a little bit of turbulence as we're going up. You know, it's a little shaky. But our job is to get them to that, to that cruising altitude so they can relax during their flight. They can, be, they can get the work done that they need to do while they're on the flight. And then as they descend to touch down and share that information with other people, you know, they have the right knowledge and they're not shaky from the flight. You know, that's our job, you know, for, in, in whatever lane it is, politics, firearm safety, social issues, cultural understandings, race relations, all of these things are critical components to make sure that our citizenship is stronger, regardless of your background and all of those other areas. And that's our work. That's all of our work, you know? Now tell me uh, about Black Guns Matter and what exactly are you doing around the country? Well, we're presently on a 50-state tour. Uh, it started as a 13-city tour, but, you know, we ran through those cities and a lot of people still wanted us. So we do have a – we are fully funded by the people between our merchandise sales online, between people coming in the shop, between people's donations. We've raised about $50,000 over the last, you know, 11 months or so. Our overall goal is $150,000. So one support to everybody and salute to everybody that has supported. All of the work that we're doing is because of you. Um, the other thing is if anyone else does, you know, like the work that we're doing and if they want to support, our GoFundMe is GoFundMe.com backslash Black Guns Matter. Our website is officialblackgunsmatter.com. But we're on a 50-state tour. We go to, we're going to every single state in America, especially in urban areas, to inform people because usually the urban areas are where there's a lot of gun control and there's also a lot of crime, you know, violence, ignorance. So we're going there to inform people about the process of legally attaining firearms, getting them politically active so they can overturn some of these human rights restrictive laws, and um, they can know how to maneuver and, you know, and still exercise their freedoms. The other thing that we do is conflict resolution and de-escalation. You know, a firearm is a last resort. It's not the cool thing to do just because I got the gun, you know. So, we, you know, we speak to a lot of people on those things. We, we apply those tactics. We leave people with that. We also link with uh, reputable uh, attorneys and firearm instructors from that same community because when I leave, if I go to the next city, I can't help you until I get back. But. If I introduce you to people that are, you know, ranges that are in your community and we develop that relationship, that's good for local businesses, that's good for law-abiding citizens, that's good for the community because it develops more business. You know, so that's what we do. We're like a we, – we, we are walking energy uh, conductor. We're a generator. We generate energy in alignment with respect for human rights across America in the places that need it the most – and develop and generate relationships and business off of that energy being generated. And how can people find your website or find you online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they can get all of the stuff, all of our social media from our website, officialblackgunsmatter.com. That's officialblackgunsmatter.com. Um, if they want to hit us up on Twitter, it's uh, Black Guns Matter, but it's B-L-K-G-U-N-S-M-A-T-T-R. Uh, my personal Instagram is at Maj Toure. Our Instagram is Official Black Guns Matter. My name is M-A-J-T-O-U-R-E. Um, our GoFundMe, that's the biggest thing. Anybody that's hearing the stuff that we're talking about and the work that we're doing, you can Google me. I'm all over the place. Um, but if you appreciate the work that we're doing, if you want to bring us out to your city, you can go to our website and directly you can see how, what you can do to bring us out to do an event. 
as well as if you just want to support, we are fully funded by you men and women, okay? If you want to go to our GoFundMe page, it's GoFundMe.com backslash Black Guns Matter. Please take a moment. See the work that we're doing. Research us. See the work that we're doing. And if it's something that you want to, you know, that you think is necessary, please support. Please support. We throw dozens of dollars away every day on, you know, like coffee and snacks and things like that. But how much money are we investing into things that are actually uh, informing people that need it the most about things that we all need? You know, our respect for the Second Amendment and the right to defend yourself. You know, so again, if you want to donate 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 5,000 bucks, 500,000 bucks, we're actually looking for an RV so we can travel a lot more and a lot faster and bring more people. Man, I tell you, Marge, I I definitely want to thank you coming on the show today. Um, And we're going to get you back on later on down the road. Uh, But hold on, I got someone to ask you about. As always, more guns equals less crime. Go out and buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Keep up with the latest headlines from Austin and beyond on the all-new Talk1370.com. Stay informed with the latest news, weather, contests, and more. It's all just a click away at Talk1370.com. Just one more way to stay connected with Talk 1370. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.